0: If you suspect your dog of having a foul mouth, try Super Breath dog bones from Fido, available at all reputable pet stores and supermarkets nationwide. More music, more inspiration, found online.
1: Colleen Another show, another week. Certainly, if you're living in Joburg, it's starting to get colder, so those jerseys are coming out, and I'm sure, hope that you are wrapped up warmly. What is Healthcare Hour with me? As you know, Healthcare Hour, I feel very um, passionately about healthcare professionals, and that often, as the public, we forget that healthcare professionals are people. They get tired, they get hungry, they've got families. Mm -hmm. And in our servant leadership as healthcare professionals, healthcare professionals often forget themselves in the whole picture. It's to remind us of that and to actually reach out to your doctor, your nurse, your physiotherapist, and ask how they are for a change. The show is also about us finding out about those topics that People often say to me, but Colleen, we don't talk about, and here we do talk about, because the more we know, the more educated we are, the more we are able to make decisions that allow us to be in charge of our own health, to be um, aware of that somebody else can't make the lifestyle choices for us. So that's it. As you know, I am a master coach. I'm a master mentor. I work with professionals, especially healthcare professionals, but under the title. On the other side of the title, I work with people. Hmm. So today's guest is somebody who's co-authored a book on one of our, on one of our medical people who's being called the Medeba of medicine, hmm. and not only meeting her version of him or how she's. She's written, co-authored this book, but also to meet her as a person. So after the break, we'll be back and we will be meeting Dr. Judy Glamini. And we're going to be talking about Doctor of Hearts, which is about um, Prof. Bongani Mayosi, who is or was an amazing man. So let's take that break.
0: The Africa Centre for Work-Based Learning is a professional development centre for professionals who aim to improve their professional standing. This means that the learning programmes we run are more than just academic programmes. They are work-based programmes that focus on leveraging your current experience as a professional to build your overall profile. A year down the line, the Africa Center for Work-Based Learning is developing into a preferred center for professional development in Pretoria, with eight professional development faculties including accounting, teaching, entrepreneurship, as well as IT, and many more. For more information, go to acwbl.org or dial plus two seven one two seven five one seven six zero eight. 751 2712-751-7608. The Africa Center for Work-Based Learning, where work is learning. You're listening to VUGA Online Radio.
1: Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. Today's guest, Dr. Judy Glamini, is with us and she is excited to be here.
2: Um, yes, hello Judy, welcome. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hosting me, Colin. And uh, yeah, it's an honor to be here.
1: Let's tell the listeners more
2: about you. So Dr.
1: Judy Lamini is a medical doctor and a doctor of business leadership, an entrepreneur, author, and philanthropist. After practicing as a medical family practitioner for many years, she specialized in occupational health, and consulted for different companies. Her MBA from Wits University enabled her to change careers. Her doctoral thesis investigated the impact of the intersection of race, gender, and social class in women leaders' career progression and strategies for gender transformation using grounded theory and life stories. She converted her thesis to a book titled, Equal But Different, which became a bestseller. Judy is founder and executive director for Imbakani Group that has been in business for 27 years. She's a non-executive director for SA SME Fund, an initiative between government and the private sector to create jobs and grow an inclusive economy. She chairs the Wits Donald Gordon Medical Center and is the chancellor of its University. She is founder, co-founder and chairperson of many other organizations. And she is the recipient of many accolades. She also has an honorary or has been received an honorary doctorate in business from the Nelson Mandela University in 2018 and the University of KwaZulu-Natal in economics in 2019. And she's a wife, a mother, and a grandmother. So Judy, now that we've told everybody who you are, welcome thank you again <laughs> yes uh, thanks so much. thanks for having me yes so today we're talking about this book that you've co-authored um with kapano matiwa mabaso dr kapano and you have co-authored this doctor of hearts so could we hear from you why why did you go this route
2: Hmm. You know, um, Bongani Mayosi was my junior at medical school. And so was the wife, Nonsantra. They came at the same time in 1983. I was in fourth year already. And uh, we struck a relationship, um, my husband and I. Uh, It's the same year I got married, 1983. And uh, we actually watched him uh, rise. And uh, there are so many good... Uh, characteristics that he held that young, I think he was 17 when he came to medical school and uh, it never changed. He just grew and uh, become became this global scientist. So when he passed away at uh, the tender age of 51, uh, I, my husband and I had just hosted him with uh, a lot of other UKZN alumni at our home Uh, where we had what we call a goomba, a party, but this was a goomba with a purpose because we were saying, how can we collaborate to make this country a better country? And uh, one of his uh, uh, passions was having a thousand PhDs uh, in the period of 10 years within the health sciences, and uh, that was not just for the sake of PhDs, but it was a uh, knowledge production, having evidence-based solutions uh, to the health and the well-being of the country and the continent. So when he passed on, Colleen, uh, you can imagine how devastated we were uh, as a people generally, you know, uh, because uh, yeah, we, we just What he did in 51 years, uh, people don't do even if they were given three lives. So we were hoping that you'll have maybe another 20, 30 years of this brilliant person. So, what the book seeks to achieve is to unpeel and unveil Bongani Mayosi, the person. It is to heal those that he touched that knew him at a personal level. But even those that never met him, even those that only heard about him uh, at the end, uh, they they need to know who he was uh, and that life that he led. Because from that, I'm hoping to inspire people of all ages, especially young people to say, you can do so much more with what you have if you just care enough. And that was Bongani for you.
1: Yes, and what was very beautiful i mean I, I mean I was sad that I never met the man, but by reading the book, I did meet him, mm. but I didn't just meet him as me, I mm. met him through the eyes of all the people who he had served because mm. bongani was a servant leader he and was. it was just so special to be able to see so so the book the book is divided here's the book um the book is is well I don't know if we say divided from a an editing point of view but it's got 10 different chapters and each of those chapters is Bongani through the eyes of or as a son as a brother as a husband you know and so it goes on so it's not just his his medical life it's not just his research life or his life as a boss it's all the different sides of a person so I love the how you're using unpeel and that we sort of like peel away and and are able to look in
2: mm, yes uh, definitely and it was important for us uh, to see him uh, from all angles of a human being a whole complete human being and uh, the common thread um was even the, the people that uh, Gopano interviewed, the people I interviewed, looking at the different aspects of his life, there's a common thread. He was consistent and deliberate about things that mattered to him. He worked very hard. He was an amazing communicator. You know, he simplified complex things and he didn't take things at face value. And he didn't judge people, you know, uh, he was very, uh, you know, very religious, but you wouldn't know that, you know. Uh, so if, if you you like uh, being spiritual about things, it, it, it actually leaves you with the sense that he represented God in the best way that you can. Why? Because he doesn't push God down your throat. He just lives an exemplary life. He makes you feel important. So uh, there are so many things that I really believe as human beings we can learn. Uh, One of the copy editors said, you know, I feel like I have to be a better person after reading this book. That's the sense that you get that, you know, uh, it it makes being a better person possible uh, because of the layers, you know.
1: Well, for me, I feel like it was almost a calling to live up to the potential in me. Of like, you know, don't let it slide now. Come now, um, mm. you know. You, I have huge potential, and am I realizing? It?
2: Mm. Yes. Yeah.
1: Mm. What What was also nice as well um, is that anybody reading it, it's almost like because you've done so many interviews of people, and we, it's almost like. Bongani in in the book is introducing us to all these people so Mm -hmm. a young person reading the book is going to be um well I've met the person Bongani introduced me
2: yeah yeah
1: you you know maybe um, even make it easier to reach out
2: yeah it's very amazing in that way because that is who he was you would actually say he'll ask you what's your plan what do you want to do and you give him your plan, then he introduces you to someone that will enable you. So Daughter of Hearts is a gift to Bongani, by Bongani, to the world, and everyone who's read the book. Because Gopano and I did exactly what Bongani did, introduce the different 78 people that were part of his life. And they say, it's a collection of reflections. You know, so, yeah, it is um, we, we feel very honored that you we were able to write this book, that you we were able to be a vessel for other uh, people to come through the book and tell the story.
1: As you said, Bongani was brilliant. At sitting with each person, no matter how, and I mean, obviously, he, he met thousands of people, mm-hmm. but sitting with each person, and not just going, oh, hi, how are you? He literally took the time to go into each person's life, to ask him their plans, to, to move at a level deeper than surface.
2: Mm. Yes, definitely. And
1: then took what he'd heard from everybody, and then said, oh, but I can connect you with this person, I can connect you with that person, to make that happen
2: yeah Yeah. there there aren't many people who actually do that you you know when uh, people uh, exchange greetings uh, and ask you how you are more often than not they don't really want to know how you are (laughs) it's just like but he did surface
1: it's polite it's polite how you know I'm fine thanks yes and off we go yeah yeah He,
2: he meant it and he did something about it and more importantly, he shown the light, a reflection of who you are, the potential of what you can be, and worked with you to achieve that potential. He assisted you to transform the person that you think you are to the person that you can be. So it's just, yeah, you you get amazed at the energy, the caring, the kindness, the giving that Bongani had, because even the guys, you know, the security guys uh, at the gate, uh, wherever he went at UCT, he didn't just know them by name. There's this African thing that when you really want to get to the heart of a person, you call them by their clan names. He knew their clan names and he called them by their clan names, you know. He was really a, a true African who, who understood what it means to be an African and what it means to make being African and excellence two sides of exactly the same coin. And that is special.
1: Okay, um, Judy, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we're going to look at more about leadership, leadership in Africa. And also you can see with Bongani's life of how that has allowed people to be inspired. So we're going to talk more about that, but let's go for that break. The roads have emptied. Only us left. Kids sleeping in back.
0: Cat's eyes shine bright. White lines roll by. The rhythm of the streetlights.
1: Radio hums quietly. Rain starts. Hypnotic wipers. Pull in. Hot latte and apple pie. Ease back into the darkness. Over 600 McDonald's open 24 hours. We are awake. Vuga,
0: It's time to wake up.
1: Welcome back. you to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. My guest today is Dr. Judy Dlamini. And we are talking about the book that she's co-authored and that is Doctor of Hearts. About Dr. bongani Monozi or Professor bongani Mogyozi. Um, and it's just a beautiful inspirational story. I can see that that Judy and Kapana, who um who co-authored, are very much storytellers. They allowed us to come in. we we sat around the fire listening to those stories. <laughs> um what what struck me also when i was reading the book about the who's who of ukzn um black section as they were they called it and just about how many people have stepped up and have lived their potential
2: yes um you know as i was saying um uh, a few months before he passed on uh, we had this party at the house and we had no less than nine professors uh, from that cohort of uh, UKZN alumni. We used to call ourselves, uh, well, we're at UNB at the time, United, I mean, Natalia University Black Section. And um, yeah, he, 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 it's actually, uh, you know, uh, when you look at uh, his drive uh, around the continent, uh, there's an incident uh, that is in the book where you we had uh, PASCA, I think it's Pan-African uh, Society of Cardiologists in Africa. Uh, that was really not doing much. And uh, he was a cardiologist, uh, as you know, and he felt that here yeah, we have a sleeping giant, but we have to resuscitate PASCA and make it do what it's supposed to do. And uh, he gave it everything, you know. He revived Pasca, he raised funding. And, uh, you know, when he took over, uh, it changed because he was quite deliberate about, as a country, you have to play your role. You have to raise the funding. You can't just show up without... Paying your way through, and you have to raise the fundings to do that. And uh, as a result, he changed the perception that, ah, oh, you know, you can just have a title and do nothing about it. To him, it wasn't about titles, it was being the change you want to see and pulling everyone with you, lifting as you rise. And um, the way there are countries that didn't have research ethical uh, offices. So what does that mean? It means you can't do clinical trials. And if you can't do clinical trials, the drugs will always be tested in uh, other people, Caucasian male more often than not. And then that will be taken as this is how your body responds to it. And yet our bodies are different. Our DNA is different. And it changed that. And for him to be able to change that, you had to start from the beginning. You don't have a, a research a ethical offer, I'll help you to create it. You have a guys in Mozambique, a guy who says, I'm older than Bomani, and I've been in practice uh, as a health uh, scientist for longer than years, but he taught me about research because he was deliberate about it. He would take people from different countries in the continent to UCT to train them, for instance, on doing stuff that will help people in their countries, creating a register on rheumatic fever, talking about how it can be solved with just one pill, penicillin, and saying to the leaders in the continent, just giving that pill will eradicate this disease. So he was very deliberate. Looking at um, if you look at the back of the book, uh, you know you see what he says he used to say, um, uh, what is it? Uh, poverty, poverty breaks hearts because indeed it did, and he was keen on understanding diseases of poverty and doing something about it. And uh, his style was also very African. There was something about Bongani that was completely African and excellent. If you look at uh, the TB um, uh, pericarditis um, that uh, they studied that he did, and he called it Imbi. Which was very cute. (laughs) So, right? And you know, it was based on Imbi as a San Juan. It was based on... Shaga's strategy at war where he would have waves of soldiers coming while you think I've sorted this wave out, there is yet another wave. And uh, that's how uh, he actually explained uh, how uh, HIV uh, attacks the body. He actually took normal occurrences in your life or before our time our historical strategic way of doing and brought it to the room and came with solutions based on those old strategies. That is leadership, simplifying complex things, making them accessible, but solve problems in the, at the same time and lift so many people you know, to solve those problems. So yeah, uh, leadership uh, has a lot to learn from the way he led i love the way you used the waves because as you were
1: saying waves i could see Bongani's approach was the waves Mm. because it was almost like let's contact here we need here here and here to do research Mm. then he would contact all of them and then they say no well we can't do research and they didn't just say well okay sorry for Mm. us you know it was well next step let me come teach you how to do research let me send somebody to come to UCT do um, and so it was the wave approach of you know it's almost like leave no excuse unturned or Mm. like you know unsolved Mm. that
2: whole multidisciplinary approach of we can make this happen Mm. and it brought about a systemic change His legacy lives in each and every one of those people that he touched. It didn't die with him, you know. And uh, it's unlike a leader who's this amazing leader. And when they die, that's it. No, Bongani lives in each and every one of those. In Mozambique, that office that he started, that research that he started, it's continuing. You know, the Mbigos, the Ndobegos, the Mashigos, all those people that are in the book that he mentored, that he worked with, are Bongani's legacy. They are the gift uh, to the African continent. So, yeah, there aren't many leaders uh, that you can say that about uh, in terms of just living on. And I do hope that when we read the book, Uh, even people that are not within uh, health science, because the book is broader than just health. It's about leadership. It's about professionals in all their fields. Uh, There is a story about Luando uh, that uh, used to recruit uh, in the psyche office and also uh, was trying to get uh, CAs, chartered accountants, uh, to do research, to be PhDs. Uh, because then it was like, once you are a CA, you are it. But no, there is so much that you can research uh, within your field. So uh, I I really hope that the different disciplines and the different professions uh, will realize that this book is to them too, what you can do and the importance of research development that is relevant to the challenges of the country.
1: Yes, very beautiful. And just also the importance of research
2: mm. and the
1: importance of, of African research for Africa.
2: Yeah.
1: um, And for us to not just have it handed to us by somebody else where it doesn't suit us, it doesn't, it's not for us. Yeah. So it was really a call everywhere. I mean, even when you say the CA's, is not only in healthcare, to yeah. actually do research wherever you are. Mm -hmm. And at whatever form that you can do it. Mm
2: -hmm. Definitely.
1: All right, so let's take another break and then we're going to be looking at what now after the book. So let's go for that break.
2: Go local,
1: go global. Discovery Bank brings you Vitality Travel, the world's first shared-value travel booking platform with the widest range of travel partners than ever before. Your healthy behaviors get you those bigger discounts, up to 75% off local and international flights, discounts on accommodation, car hire, and amazing travel packages. Join Discovery Bank today and go everywhere with Vitality Travel. Discovery Bank, the future of banking, now.
0: Vuga, it's time to wake up with RUGA online.
1: Welcome back. You tuned to Healthcare Hour with Colin Quist. My guest today is Dr. Judy Lamini and we are talking about Doctor of Hearts. She has co-authored this biography on an amazing medeva of medicine and that is is Dr. Mo- or Professor bongani Um, He was a well-renowned cardiologist who reached out to people was an amazing leader Um, and it's really about that Africa could step up and Africa did step up when he was around and Africa continues to step but now let's look you know you've written this book as healing to bring all the people together and I know that in in lots of places People have said they didn't realize how amazing this man was, how much of a leader he was, until they saw Bangani through other people's
2: eyes. Yes. Uh, You know, um, it is my and Gopano's uh, ambition that uh, we introduce this leader uh, to every child that you can access in Africa, uh, directly and indirectly, uh, we've been to this university because the young people at the universities, some of them may not know Bongani, but we hope that through the book, they'll meet him and uh, see what it is to lead with excellence as an African. Uh, yesterday, we were at the uh, University of Pretoria and we'll be going to UKZN, Nelson Mandela University and so forth. But also, We want to go to high schools uh, because we need to say there is the right way to lead. We might have challenges, but those are not the only people that represent us and that represent African leadership. These are the people that actually represent African leadership, not just Bongani, but the 78 people covered in the book. Uh, That's one aspect of it. But uh, one of the things that I, as Judy Jamini, that I'm aware of, that uh, I believe I post uh, to do, is to tackle the issue of mental health, because we have serious challenges. And uh, through COVID, uh, some of them were exposed even more than we have in the past, We have serious different types uh, of uh, illnesses around uh, the brain and um, taking this upon myself as a leader, as a mother, uh, as someone who believes I'm here for a purpose. And every day I'm saying, where is this purpose leading me? And I feel that one of the many things that I do, this is one of the areas that this purpose is leading me. Talking about mental health, and uh, I'm lucky that one of the panelists, as we've been going around the country launching the book, Doctor Bongongosi Mafuze, who's also, by the way, from UKZN, uh, is specializing in psychiatry, and we've agreed that Bongi Bongongosi, we we have to do something. Let's put together specialists different specialists around mental health and talk about mental health let's reach out to people that are affected by mental health directly and indirectly and talk about it let's make it a conversation so that we can help that person who feels my goodness I'm in such a dark place to just realize that you know what it's the disease that makes you feel hopeless. You have achieved so much. How can we help you? And sometimes it's a conversation, you know, just the right conversation at the right time with the people in the space. So those are just some of the areas eh, when it comes to where to. And maybe one of the reasons I was drawn to Bongani is because of the passion I also have in the Pipeline development of leaders, uh, which I'm doing through FALF, assisted by such brilliant academics because I'm not an academic, which is Female Academic Leaders Fellowship, where we say we don't have enough Black women as professors, as deans, as DVCs, but let's do something about it now that we know. And that's what uh, FALF is about uh, just creating that pipeline, working with leaders within universities. So yeah, where to from here, that is one of the many uh, agendas that uh, at a personal level I have.
1: I think it's so important, you know, the media has been challenged and called to change the narrative on mental health. Mm -hmm. to speak about it positively, to to realize that we all need mental health. As much as Mm -hmm. you need physical health and you've got to be able to climb up the stairs at work Mm -hmm. every day, Mm -hmm. we need mental health. Mm -hmm. And it's also about saying, okay, what do we need to do to make sure that we keep on investing in our mental health? It's almost like a bank account of Mm -hmm. where's the self-care to make sure that you deposit into your mental health every day, the same as we would deposit into physical
2: health. It's it's very similar, and for some reason, this tiny tiny thing uh, called the brain and all the system that is linked to it gets neglected, and yet it is the end. Yes. Yeah. But also, as we move on,
1: we also understand that it's not only the brain neural pathway. We have a heart neural pathway. We have the gut neural pathways, and how do we get them to all work together to integrate? Mm. Um, and yes, so I work very much as a coach to, to help people to put those investments for themselves into the bank account every day so that we can work, so that we can work to move people away from the darker side of mental health.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. Mm. And uh, I admire the work that you do. Uh, we We need to talk more about a holistic approach to taking care of ourselves.
1: But I also think it is as professional people. And that's where often a person's title is almost like, oh, well, they're fine. Look at the title. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Judy, even if we took all your titles, people would forget that you're a person. You're oh, a human. Yeah.
2: Oh, yes. yeah. Before anything you know,
1: else. Exactly. But And so that's where I feel often and I see often in executive leadership you find that people feel like they're on their own. Mm. And, and that is also where coaching comes in, where you're partnering with the person to yes. say, no, you're not on your own. Yes. And often by allowing something out, by saying, yo, the day was terrible because of X, Y, Z, that's something you can't take home to your loved ones. You can't take home to the people who, who see you as, we're the title on the pedestal. And so yes, it's just so important that in our in our leadership that we that we
2: remember that we're human. We're human. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And those that are around us should see us as such, as humans, and reach out to just find out how we are, and how can we help you? We don't do enough of that. We shy away from that. They've got it all. They've they sorted. Sometimes they're not sorted. But I think also to take
1: Bongani's example and to interact with people at at a level more than high. How are you? Mm. What's your name again? Okay, running along. (laughs) Yes. And I think so often we have this idea of, but we're too busy. Yeah,
2: yeah. And here is a man who was an A-rated scientist. It doesn't get better than that. Recognized globally who was a dad who would wash dishes and play with his kids, who was a husband who would hike with the wife. He hated doing something slowly, and that's exactly what you do with hiking. He didn't understand why people do it, but he did it to spend time with his wife. So, yeah, we do have time for things that matter, and uh, also just making sure that his children knew the continent. Go on holiday on the continent, but not just on holiday for the sake of it, but learn. Do your research in the country that you're in. Understand it. So every opportunity that we have is an opportunity to learn, to teach, and uh, while having fun. You know, having fun is not necessarily exclusive of uh, learning and teaching which is what he displays so well.
1: But you can see that Bangani had a bigger plan. And in order to accomplish that plan, he needed all of us. Mm. And so he spoke to the potential in all of us, whether you met him directly or whether you meet him through the book, whether mm. you're meeting him through the, all the interviews that Judy is running around doing. Um, and also, like, maybe if you only hear about him when Judy comes to your high school or to your primary school. or or if you are a student or a leader in corporate South Africa or corporate Africa, for that matter. So it's about us stepping up to the potential, but also caring for each other and ourselves while we do that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's what you would have wanted, and that's what we're trying to do that's
1: what we are doing judy
2: yeah. we're not just
1: trying yeah. <laughs> yes. so how how do people reach you for instance right now the headmaster or headmistress of a school is listening how do they contact you how do they reach out how do they get to know about bongani and how do we speak to the ins- the potential in people how do we inspire them
2: yes well we have Africa uh, website And uh, by the way, all the net proceeds of this book will go to Bongani Mayosi Foundation, and the foundation is keeping his legacy alive. So he really never died uh, because everything he left behind. And the things that the wife is doing, the wife actually started the Womani Mayosi Foundation and uh, she runs it with the uh, other uh, leaders. So, sfisopublishers.africa uh, you can send an email there and uh, we'll help you. Uh, and uh, if you actually come with uh, someone who can find the purchase of the book, uh, that is great. And if you do that, you will be keeping his legacy alive. Because as I say, all net profits go to Bongani Maosi Foundation. And you can also go to Bongani Maosi Foundation website to see what it is that they do. When you put your 10 rand, where is it going? What will it do? So the struggle continues. Build one child at a time. Hey, sir, Judy, thank you for joining us today for bringing
1: your message of such hope, of inspiration, and thank you to you and um, Kapano for, for taking the time to interact with everybody who was such a significant part of, of Bongardi's life, and for helping us see, to look in, to be able to see the layers, to, to understand what an impact he made, and Also, what an impact he continues to make through all those people.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, special. Thank you so much for having me, Colin. And uh, yeah, your purpose may it continue to thrive and change people's lives. Uh, We need more of you. Uh, We're not having enough conversations.
1: Let's have more conversations without titles, without all buts. You know, Mm. we're all people. We all Mm. bleed. Yeah, we yes. do. We thank do. you. <laughs> all right. So thank you very much to all your listeners out there. Um, I the love home of inspiration every, every and day. Um, you know the yes, please also remember family. that you From love, news, that you matter, the and then you're not alone. This has been Healthcare virus. Hour with Polly
2: There's a global trend uh, to see an increase in GBV incidences, specifically domestic violence. Violence, violence. what do he say?
0: Really good ball. It's and music to inspire you every day. This is Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. station.